Hello and welcome back to my corner of Oklahoma education. It's been another week and well, it was a full week for a change since we've had so many um, uh, four, three day weeks, but we get another one this week and then a two day week and, and fall break. But uh, I don't know. It's um, it was it was a regular week, but it was um, I don't know. It was it was a week. There was little things. There was highs. There was lows. There were uh, some students who, I don't know, they just forgot how things worked. I had a couple classes in particular who were a little, um, and I hate to pick on them, but it was usually some of the dudes who just seemed to not understand like social cues and um, that maybe they aren't as, as funny as they think they are. So I had to have some conversations with them about how, you know, be aware of what's going on. If like the teacher in the room is looking at you and you're having a conversation, maybe you should stop. Um, maybe if you're, you know, doing your little dance moves, wiggling in your chair, maybe you should rethink what you're doing and whether that's actually, you know, appropriate for the environment or the time. And and sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's a phrase my parents used to say to uh, my brother and I when we were younger, you're not the entertainment committee. Like you're not the entertainment committee. This is, this, this, gathering isn't for you to perform this isn't your audience these other classmates and me um so i just had to have that that redirect a few times of like nope nope this is not what we're going to be doing during this time for the most part they got there i had to put my <laughs> i had to put my uh, uh effort in i had to earn my money for a couple days there through wednesday really uh, Monday through Wednesday, but we, we got there Thursday, Friday. We're pretty good. Uh, I did get the classic line that I usually get about this time of year, which is we do the same thing. I'm like, ugh. And I love it because I always point out to them that, yes, we have the same activities. I have about nine or 10 activities that I cycle through uh, through the weeks. And and we always read every day because I tell them we don't have a... Um, we don't have a... Uh, time machine and we don't have I'm not allowed to show videos all the time and uh, we don't have a field trip budget so we're going to read plus while they're not going to be historians or history teachers they are going to like need reading and writing skills out, out there in the world and social skills honestly some of them need some social skills for the aforementioned reasons um, and so they bring that up and I was like you're welcome you're welcome I've given you the gift of consistency you come in here maybe you don't know exactly how the Aztecs were uh, defeated by the Spanish conquistadors, but you know what a gist activity is. Uh, maybe you don't know uh, why the French are so upset and they're about to have a revolution, but you know what a focus free ride is. And so I told them, you're welcome. I'm aware you have a life outside of this school and outside of this classroom, and I don't want to overwhelm and I don't want to cause problems. So why not? Why not just let you practice these skills uh, in a way that you're comfortable with as we learn about new information. As I say, we're going to use my content to practice your reading and writing and like social emotional skills. And hopefully by the time you leave, you are slightly better than when you showed up in August. Uh, I've also had the talk of like, oh, uh, what are we getting from this? And it was just one of those things like we're supposed to, um, we're supposed to learn from things. We can learn from history kind of like we learned from our favorite TV shows and movies. Uh, I've been watching a lot of, uh, finishing up some shows right now. I finished one called Mayans, which is like a spinoff of a show called Sons of Anarchy. And what I 
what I liked about it as I finished it up is just that idea of you get away with nothing in life. Like you may get away with it for a bit, but if you constantly choose poor behavior, poor decisions, you know, kind of force things when, when they don't really need to be happening, that, that doesn't, that doesn't go away. Like that, that finds you in the end. And same thing with the reverse of like, good. If you, if you find, if you focus on the good and the right way to do things, that ma- magically, weirdly finds its way back to you. I don't know if I'm talking about like manifestation or something, but I don't want to go all woo-woo on you. But I was just thinking about that. It's the, it's the same thing there. And, and I'm, I'm loving the uh, Ahsoka show. Uh, and it's the same thing there. You have to, you know, pull lessons of what's going on. Like, do you stick with the loyalty of your friends and you try to find them and like at the cost of others? And because and, you know your path, your, your way forward, even if maybe not everyone else understands. Uh, also, maybe get better explaining what you're trying to do. Uh, but it's the same thing with history. We were talking about these Europeans showing up as early explorers and how they were wrongly um, basing their actions on this idea that some people are better than others because of what they look like and where they're from. And sadly, that has haunted our interactions uh, as humans and human society ever since. This idea that it's just innate that who you are, like who your parents are, what you look like, where you're from, says something about you. And we were, we were talking about that in class, that of all the things to judge a human on, that's one of the worst ones, too. It's like their character, their words, their actions, like that would be a better thing to judge on. Uh, and I was even talking with uh, some past students about that idea of like, you know, the whole point of talking about, you know, Napoleon um, trying to invade into Russia during 1812 uh, in, in the wintertime and even uh, the Nazi Germany trying to do the same thing during World War II. It's not that I think any of them are going to be in charge of a military campaign in uh, their lifetime. It's just the idea of what's that line? Never start a land war in Asia in the wintertime. Yeah, no, that's not the lesson. The lesson is you're going to start new things in life and it would be best for you to count the cost. Because m- maybe think about where things could go wrong and then adjust and adapt. And maybe there's some obvious mistakes that you can just clearly move past because you thought ahead, like, what could this cost me? And sometimes you're like, dang, this may not be worth it. This new job, this new relationship, um, this financial investment. These are all things you should be aware of and think on. And so that's kind of where we're at. I was like, yeah, you know, history is more than just memorizing names and dates. It's thinking about how, what, it, finding the personal story in it and applying that to your own life. Uh, what else? On a, on a side note, uh, I had one of those door-to-door salesmen show up trying to sell me a security system at my house. And I, I was, I was a little... I was a little interested, I'll be honest. I was like, hmm, maybe. We, my wife and I have talked about it before. Maybe we should uh, update it or, or kind of um, check into something different. And and I was interested, but very quickly, it the information wasn't up front. So it sounded like this is something that you could do over the next little bit. But then it was like, wait, this guy wants to do this now. And mind you, this was like 7 o'clock at night. He was like, oh, we got our guy in the air. He can do it. And I was like, yeah, sorry, bud. Um, I don't make decisions like this without my uh, without my wife, and she was off doing theater things. And uh, he very quickly was just like, "Uh, like, come on now." My, I mean, my wife buys stuff off Amazon. This really isn't gonna be that big a deal. It's just kind of like that. And I was like, "Hey, sorry, man. I've been doing this for twenty plus years, and that's just not what we do." And finally, he was like, "All right, well, can I come back?" And he came back a couple of days later, 
Uh, and the more and more I thought about it, it's like, yeah, we don't need it. And he's got other things financially we're trying to think about. And we're, we're good with what we got. And he just would not take no for an answer. And, and again, it was almost insulting how he was like, well, it's really not a big deal. And it's like, well, we got financial obligations that we're trying to plan for some trips and things uh, over the next year or so. And he was like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And at the time, I didn't think about it. I didn't do the math quick enough, social studies teacher. But like, but the cost, even at like the low, low, low quoted price, it was still going to be like 800 bucks over the course of a year. Because he was like, I mean, it's vacation. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's just like, it's just gonna be like a meal. And and at the time, I was like, yeah, I don't care, man. Sorry, we made our decision. Also, you're kind of a jerk. And it was just a, it was just a case of maybe your goals aren't the same as everyone else. And and I guess the thing is, I was thinking back because I wanted to almost talk to him and say like, dude, you could have made this sell if you would have approached it a little differently. But you were trying to make it all about you and your goals. You couldn't try to find like a compromise here. You couldn't be upfront in the beginning like, hey man, we got this thing going on tonight. We're in the neighborhood. We got other, other, we got our engineers, technicians out here trying to do their thing. And we'd really like to hook you up with uh, a deal and, and like, it won't take more than like 30 minutes to an hour to install that tonight if that's something you're interested in. And I could have just told him like, I, I, yeah, I can't do that tonight. My wife's not here. But I could tell he was frustrated with me because he, he, he talked to me for a while and it was like, he got no sale. Um, but it, be upfront about it and take no for an answer or, or not right now isn't a no, which I hear that a lot in class. Um, and so me, I was just trying to think about that in class. Like, how do I make, how do I make it all about me in the past and, and my goals versus what the students need and the students goals and their, what they're trying to do for the day or for the week semester for the year. And I realized in the past, that's where I had my biggest problems with students is because I was making it all about me and my goals instead of what they were wanting. And I, and I don't know if it was just, I was being too pushy or I just, wasn't thinking about it, but looking back, that was, that was a problem. Like when I'm requiring them, it's like, man, I see the potential there. You could get an A or B in this class, but they're just okay with a C. And then I, I push, push, push until they just don't want to talk to me anymore. And I just, um, I feel like it's a, a better approach for me as a teacher is to, to listen, stop and listen, talk to them. Like, what are your goals? What are you trying to do? What, what do you want to do post high school and try to align my goals with their goals so that we can work together instead of me feeling like I'm like, like hauling them along the road, uh, and dragging them along the path versus encouraging them to join me on the journey. Um, but all of that being said, I've had a colleague talking about like, and I've had a principal talking about this year feels like back to normal and it feels like back to normal, back on my game. And I've, I've been a little bit like, eh, like the whole back to normal seems like well it's felt normal for a year or so for me i didn't have to deal with some admin stuff but like some of the covid stuff went away and I, maybe some of the admin had to deal with that a little bit more and my colleague with the back on back on their game uh, they feel more connected and actually did this last week or so i kind of felt that I, I don't have multiple preps this year i'm not running any kind of um extra programs i'm just about my classes and my um and my one world history prep and it's been, it's been nice. It's because I'm so familiar with it. I'm so used to it that I can focus on the connections and the explanations with students instead of trying to make sure I remember the things that I'm supposed to talk to them about. And yeah, it's like back on my game and I'm back. And that's, it's been a good feeling because even with the frustrations of some irritants and some knuckleheaded students, it's um, like that feels normal too. And 
I'm really enjoying it. I'm ready for some cooler weather to show up. Maybe like Tuesday this week. Saw some rain on the forecast. Hoping that stays true. But more often than not, I just it's been a it's been a good week. It's been um, the classic signposts or goalposts are there about you know, we do the same thing and why do we need to learn this and what's the point of history and and I love having those conversations and I think why I love those is because unlike that salesman who came earlier, I think I'm actively trying to align my goals with the students. Like what is it that I'm needing them to do versus what is it that they are wanting out of this? And I think that just being aware of that is what's making all the difference. Yeah, that alignment. And if you're having issues in class or with your your kids, just maybe step back and think about that. Like how can you align your goals with what they want and what they need? Because we are ultimately here for our students. And if it's not about them, then what's the point? Well, as always, have a day.